This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I am Russ Goldman. This is my initial reaction to Fulham's 3-2 loss against Brentford on the road in the West London Derby. Honestly, it wasn't that close. Score by Carlos Vinicius at the end of the match made it 3-2. That's how the match ended. But uh, for me, this is all about Brentford and uh, Fulham didn't deserve anything out of this match. So I'm just going to start off with that. But before I go on any further, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. I am actually recording this minutes after the match ended. I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off. I'm going to talk about the match for about 15 to 20 minutes. And then I'm going to move on. I will have another show with uh, five takeaways from this loss for Fulham. But this is my initial reaction. I'm going to start right here. And I've already seen it on social media, so I am going to dispute what I've seen on social media. Fulham didn't show up in this match. Hogwash. Brentford showed up in this match. Fulham looked the way they did because of Brentford. This wasn't about Fulham not showing up. This is about Brentford showing up. I don't want any excuses. I want to give credit where credit is due. I do not like Brentford. They deserve to win this match. They deserve to win by more than a goal. They were the better side throughout the match. Fulham came into it in the first half. They came into it, and then we have certain things that I'm going to talk about. But if I'm being honest, if I'm being completely honest, my initial reaction is this is about Brentford, more to do with them than Fulham. This isn't about Fulham not showing up. They came into this match to try to win the match. They were not able to. They were dictated the game by Brentford. They could not match the intensity to begin the match. I knew that was going to be a key. The first goal just said it all. And then Fulham slowly got back into the match. But overall, Brentford were the better team. Fulham were the better team at Craven Cottage. Equals itself out in my book, okay? They're a good side. Fulham are a good side. This is not their day. This is Brentford's day. And we'll move on to Arsenal. And I've already seen people worried about Arsenal. 
honestly, bring on Arsenal. The best elixir after a loss like this. But for me, this has a lot more to do with Brentford than it does with Fulham. They were the better side. They dictated everything about this. Credit to their players, to Thomas Frank. They were better. Don't like them. Don't like them at all. But I'm just calling it like I saw it. There are controversial moments. I'm going to be mentioning them as well. But overall, for me, this is just my opinion. You can disagree with me. This isn't about Fulham not showing up. It's about Brentford showing up. That's the way I see it. And it started from the get-go. So let's talk about the first goal from Brentford. This is coming. It was a deflection off of Tim Ream, but they deserved the first goal. They were putting on all the pressure. They were up for it. And Fulham could not match that intensity. So they got the lead. And Fulham slowly but surely were working their way into the match. And to me, that is something to take out of this. And I'll mention that in my five takeaways. Because it could have been easy for Fulham to be down 2-3-0 at the half. That was not the case. They slowly, methodically, in a way, I wouldn't say took their time, but were patient enough to try to create an opportunity, which they finally got at the end of the first half. And Menorah Solomon scored the goal off of a rebound from a shot from a free kick from Andreas Pereira. Great free kick. And Menor Solomon scores again. So that makes it 1-1. And to be honest with you, I thought that was a fair scoreline at the end of the first half. It was all about Brentford to start the match. The second part of the first half, it was about full. They did get control. And to be honest with you, it was a good goal from Fulham. They deserve to be 1-1. What's interesting about this, as I also look at the first half and my initial reaction, because as I'm giving full credit to Brentford, there are some controversial moments. One actually involves a Fulham player. Let's start with talking about Sasa Lukic, because someone said to me, should he have had two yellows? Possibly. Possibly the second one. However, go back and watch, and this does not take away from the victory for Brentford, but watch this back. In my opinion, Ivan Tony should have been sent off. Go watch this back. It's a kick to the head, to the face of Sasa Lukic. Now, was it done on purpose? No. But I've seen red cards given for that. I'm just, again, mentioning it does not take away from the victory for Brentford, but it's something to look at and to review. And I hope the Premier League look at this because not only did he not get a red card, he didn't get anything from it. He didn't even get a yellow card for it. Just watch this back, and I think you're going to agree with me. So in a way, Brentford were fortunate to still have Ivan Tony on the pitch, but their argument could be, Full more fortunate to have Sasa Lukic still on the pitch because he potentially could have gotten a second yellow. So maybe they offset. I don't know. But that foul on Lukic was really bad. It was really bad. That's my thoughts on that. Okay. So then we transition to the second half. And let's just call it what it is. It was, again, uh, play in the box and Issa Diop does follow the player in the box and 
I hate to say it, but they probably do deserve this penalty. Others have called it soft, maybe, but they get the penalty. And then Ivan Tony scores to make it two to one. So this is the point where you're thinking, okay, Fulham are, are going to come right back to, into it just like they did in the first half, but it was not meant to be. It was actually not meant to be. And I keep going back to this. For me, this has a lot to do with how Brentford were managing the second half because Fulham were not as dangerous in the second half as they were in the first half. And they were just looking to beat Fulham on the counter. They were comfortably defending, and they looked dangerous. And it obviously led to the third goal from Jensen scores to makes it 3-1. to one. And at that point, the match is over. And like I said, when they're up three to one, it's over at this point. And Brentford deserved it. Let's just, that's just, I cannot stop by saying that. I don't like the fact that I'm saying it, but I'm calling it like I see it. Are we going to say that there were bad performances by Fulham? You could make the argument, yes. But the thing about it is, Brentford had so much to do with that. They dictated this game, they absolutely dictated the game. It was played the way they wanted to play. They played as a team. I keep saying that Fulham play as a team. They did in this match, but they were outmatched by a team that played better as a team. That was Brentford. Their intensity, the way that they play, Fulham just couldn't match it. So full credit to Brentford for winning this match. Don't like them, can't stand them, but you have to give them credit. That's just the way I roll. I, I can't get around saying Fulham didn't show up, Fulham were terrible, Fulham were this. They were terrible because Brentford made them look terrible. That's the way I always look at it. If Fulham played really badly, I would say that. I don't think they played really badly. I just think they were outplayed. That's just the way I look at it. They do get a consolation goal at the very end. A shot from uh, Andres Pereira once again lands to Carlos Vinicius, and he makes it 3-2, to two, which is the same score that it was at Craven Cottage. So we're even on goals here. But this performance by Brentford, they deserve to win by a, a larger margin. But I don't care because who knows, goal differential might come into play at some point. So it is to 3-2. And uh, it is unfortunate that Fulham lost this match. Listen, they are going to lose matches. I will say this, in my opinion, Fulham did miss Zhao Polian in this match. Let's just call it what it is. They did miss him. They absolutely missed him. But they might still lose, if, even if he does play. Because this, to me, was about Brentford's play and how they dictated this match. So, Zhao Polina was a loss. He'll be a loss against Arsenal. But I'm telling you right now, I'm not throwing in the towel for the Arsenal match. Let's move on to Arsenal because I think Fulham have a chance to beat Arsenal. I'm going to say that right now. This is one match. Let's move on. Let's just call what it is. Let's give credit to Brentford and we move on to the next match. And we'll be doing that shortly. Like I said, I will be doing another show about this uh, loss for Fulham. And uh, we will eventually move on. To end the show, I am going to check on the comments from the Fulham supporters coming up next. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, so we have some comments from the foam supporters, and that's how I am going to end the show. So this is from Lee Warner. Train journey home surrounded by Brentford fans. It's going to be painful. Probably will, Lee. They were the better side, though. What can I tell you? This is from Ralph Leach. What was VAR doing? Tony should have been sent off. Ralph, all I'm going to say on that, I recommend everyone watching it back. It doesn't change the result in my mind. Brentford were the better side. But for me, Tony should have been sent off. This is from Black, White, and Fred. Tony should have been sent off. We didn't play well enough. Brentford, for all of the plaudits they were getting from the commentators, only scrapped the win by a single goal in a game we didn't turn up to. Now, Black, White, and Fred, I disagree. I think Fulham did turn up. I just think Brentford were the better side. I can't go there with you. I respectfully disagree with you. I think Fulham turned up. I just think that they were outplayed. Don't think they came in the match thinking, you know what, we're going to have a bad play here. We're, they showed up. They just got beat. Sometimes you just get beat. This is from Stephen McIntosh. I'm sorry, but Mitro just doesn't seem himself. I can't put my finger on it, but he's not on fire. He's carrying a few bags of ice. Mitro did, definitely did not look himself. I will go with you on that, Stephen, and let's call it what it is. Ivan Tony was the better player. He was absolutely the better player out of the two strikers. This is from Steve Reynolds. Never a pen. Look at the side. Jedi was poor. Midfield was poor. Small squad. And we're getting bitten on ours. Okay. See what else we got. Friend Val Colossi says, Brentford played better second half. Pressed us more. I thought we didn't show enough fight second half. I don't know, Val. To be honest with you, I think that they ran out of steam, and I think that had something to do with Brentford. I don't know if, if it's about the fight. I think sometimes you just get beat. That's just the way I look at it. Isaac says, it was so close 3-2. to two. Congratulations to Vinicius and Solomon for scoring our goals. This is from Wayne Bradford. Very, very poor. Brentford totally deserved that win. Should and could easily have been 5 or 6 tonight. We just never turned up. Wayne, I agree with all that. I just don't agree with never turned up. Fulham tried to do their game. They were just outplayed. That's just the way I look at it. Everyone has their opinion. That's mine. This is from David Nicholson. Tired in the second half. Lack depth to change a game like that when the tide is against us. Good point. Very good point. And this is also from David. Mitro is on his way back to fitness. 
I'll take a fully fit Mitro for the final 10 games when we get to them. Okay. Well, very good stuff from the Fulham supporters. Very disappointing match for Fulham Football Club. And uh, we move on. I will have another show about this. And uh, I'm not throwing in the towel. Everyone's has their opinion, but I still think Fulham have a good chance to beat Arsenal at home. Yes, I do. I still do. This is one match. We move on from this one match. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. I'm here, win, lose, or draw. I'm here right after the match. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.